Downsizing and retirement. You know, what does downsizing really mean, and how do you get it done? The thought that most often comes to mind when someone says they're downsizing is that they're going to be moving into a smaller house or maybe a condo. So there's less to take care of during their retirement years. But downsizing involves quite a bit more than that. Uh, There's multiple items that you need to consider. So in today's episode, we'll go over some of those considerations as well as some strategies that might help you when it comes time to downsize. So stay with me, and I'll be right back. You're at the Five Forks. Well, hello and welcome. Thank you so much for stopping by. Really means a lot to have you on board. You're at the Five Forks. I'm your host, and my name is Barry. Here at the Five Forks, we discuss topics of interest for the newly retired, those about to retire, and some topics for those that might have been retired for some time. I hope that these things that we discuss will be informative and entertaining, and I hope you check in each week to see what's new. So come along for the ride. Let's get started. Here's today's episode. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. It's uh, great to have you back here at the Five Forks. I'm going to try to get through this. I've been, uh, had quite a, cold over the last few days so i might have to stop and take a break get a little something to drink but uh we'll see how it goes you know downsizing in retirement really encompasses a total approach to making your retirement life more stress-free and in some cases more financially secure and this often involves selling or moving to a smaller home letting go of certain possessions and cutting back on unnecessary expenses. You know, the overall goal is to lower your financial obligations and create a more manageable and affordable living situation in retirement. Downsizing can help us free up funds for retirement savings. It can reduce maintenance costs. It can provide a more comfortable and stress-free lifestyle during our so-called golden years. The decision to downsize also affords us an opportunity to explore maybe relocation, if that's what you want to do. You can relocate for special interest or, you know, get closer to some place that you visited on vacation. You said, I'm going to come back here one day, and this is where I'm going to plant myself for my retirement years. That's always been in the back of my mind when I visit some really nice places. And I've always been fond of the coast, but we have kids and grandkids here, so we downsized and stayed in the same general area that that we had lived in previously. But it's almost impossible to fully downsize without facing some hurdles. And I know this because my wife and I went through this process a couple of years ago. You know, we began talking about the possibility of downsizing in 2018. It was four years before my planned retirement. And we started looking at what our housing options were going to be. You know, what we really wanted, how would we be able to to fit our furniture into the space that we were looking at? Um it, it was it was quite an eye-opening experience, 
But we realized that, uh, you know, if we were going to lower our taxes, our maintenance, and our normal weekly, monthly upkeep, we were going to have to uh, give up some square footage. But it's easier said than done. We spent two years trying to find that perfect home, one that speaks to you, as they say, when you walk in. It's no easy task, but uh, I'm really thankful that we started early. Um, So that gave us a lot of time to evaluate every aspect of making that move. And I'm glad we did. I mean, downsizing possessions and reducing your living expenses can help you know, ensure a smoother transition when you move on into retirement. And there's several things that uh, go into that. You know, by reducing your living expenses, you're going to free up some more money that you could allocate to your retirement savings. You can reduce your financial stress. And some areas that you might want to take a look at are your entertainment subscriptions. I won't name any, but there's multiple subscriptions for TV and movie services that you might find that you could do without. That's one thing that I did. I went through and looked at all of them and said, okay, you know, how often do we use this? Is this something that we're, we just can't live without, or is this something that we can eliminate and save a few bucks? And when it was said and done, we got rid of most of them and saved a substantial amount of money every month. It adds up when you're, when you're, Got several of those subscriptions, which thank goodness we're out of that now. You know, another thing you can look at is is uh, trying to buy your groceries smarter. Um, I I'm a list person. I try to stick to the list, and I, I make a detailed list before I go to buy groceries or anything for that matter, but primarily for the grocery store. And um, I try to stay within that list. I make sure I get everything that we need, but uh, I try not to deviate a whole lot. If you don't have a list, you're going to go through there and you're going to go up and down every aisle and you're going to throw a lot of things in the cart that you probably could do without. You're not going to use them in a lot of cases. You know, one of the big things is uh, fruit and vegetables. Maybe you just go more often, but fruit and vegetables just don't last a long time and if you're uh if you're not eating them daily you know there could go bad and you've wasted some money there so buying grocery smarter is one thing you could do another thing is maybe reduce the number of nights that you're dining out now we have reduced that some my wife and i but we haven't cut it out completely we enjoy going out to dinner uh, but we don't do it as much as we used to there was a time that we went out probably four nights out of the seven. Now we do a little more cooking at home. Of course, retirement affords you that opportunity because you have more time, and it's not not a stressful situation to get dinner on the table. Um, you know, just a couple of things like that can add up to a healthy expense every month. And the savings from cutting out some of this stuff can just give you a, a sense of security and peace of mind. Downsizing possessions is, is another thing. It's, it's pretty tough. It's hard to let go of some stuff. But it allows you to simplify your life and focus on what truly matters in your retirement. You can alleviate the burden of maintaining and managing excess belongings. And it gives you more time and energy to enjoy your retirement activities. And if you're planning 
to move to a different location, you know, getting rid of unused and unneeded possessions beforehand can make the relocation process a lot smoother. Having fewer possessions to pack, transport, and unpack, so it's going to save you time, money, and effort. And, you know, when you downsize a smaller home or an apartment, typically typically it's going to come with lower maintenance and utility costs. Um, in some cases, depending on what area of the country that you live in or where you might move to, you'll have less property taxes to pay and, and lower insurance costs. And this can help you stretch your retirement budget, minimizing the time and effort required for your household chores and repairs. So moving to something smaller could result in a bit of a windfall of cash. Or if you still have a a mortgage, it'll be a smaller mortgage, hopefully. But when you do this type of downsizing, it, it gives you a lot of flexibility and it frees up space. And it gets rid of possessions that tie you down. A lot of people says, I can't believe possessions tie you down. But, you know, they do. And when, when you do this, and you've, you've got a much simpler lifestyle. It can make it easier for you to travel and explore new hobbies or even live a more nomadic lifestyle. If that's what you want to do, you can hop in an RV and take off across the country. It's... Uh, it's it's provides freedom. Downsizing provides freedom. So you could take cruises, travel abroad, explore. So, you know, in summary, downsizing possessions or reducing your living expenses is going to provide a little bit more financial stability for you. It's going to simplify your lifestyle. It's going to ease uh, it, it's going to help you to ease into that relocation if that's what you choose to do and reduce maintenance costs. It's going to enhance your emotional well-being too. All these factors combined can lead to a smoother transition into retirement and a little bit more fulfilling uh, post-work life. However, there's always a but, isn't there? While downsizing your possessions and you reduce your living expenses and all that can have numerous benefits, there's also some challenges and a few drawbacks that you got to consider. Uh, a big one is the cost of moving. It's not cheap. If you choose to move and you have a professional moving company come in and pack you and um, and move you to a new location, it's, it's going to cost you some bucks. Um, selling your existing home is most likely going to require that you pay realtor fees. And, um, you know, when you're purchasing a new home, there's going to be closing costs and deposits and other fees for stuff like utilities or HOA fees. And and that's one thing you really need to look at is HOA fees. You know, sometimes you, you have a pretty high expense every month that you, you have to, um, have to lay out. So all those things you really need to take a look at. Make sure it's the right financial decision for you. But another big one's the emotional attachment. You know, letting go of your possessions that hold sentimental value is going to be real difficult. It's pretty emotional. And it's going to require that you make some tough decisions about what to keep, what to sell, what to donate. 
that whole process could be pretty challenging. And if you have grown children that grew up in the home uh, that you are now decluttering, you might want to involve them. See if there's some items that you no longer have space for or something that you're not using that they might want to hold on to. It helps to get the whole family involved in, in times where there's just just things just won't work for you. You have uh, you have somebody else that may want that. You're going to have to decide for yourself, you know, how to handle this and move past it if you're having a difficulty letting go of stuff. But you know, that's that's just part of it. There's, you need to prepare yourself for that. And when you're moving into a smaller home or a condo or an apartment, for that matter, it means you're going to have to adapt to a reduced living space. And it might take some time to adjust to that change, uh, especially if you're used to a lot more room. Now, we moved uh, out of something that was around 3,200 square feet to something that was 2,400 square feet. That's not a big difference, but it is. And so it's basically one room worth of stuff that you no longer have room for. So you need to decide how you're going to how you're going to deal with that. Uh, you know, one thing you might consider in the short term is uh, some storage space, and maybe put some of your possessions that you're not sure about. Do you want to give them up? Um, do you want to think about? Maybe do I want to put them here and replace what I've brought in? Now, there's several options that you have that way, but you're going to have to carefully plan to ensure that you have enough storage and, and functional living areas. And moving to a new location can have a big impact on your social network. You, know, you might be further away from your family and your friends, and you might need to establish new connections in a different community. So you that's another consideration is the impact on your social life and your support systems. So you're going to be adjusting your lifestyle and your habits. So if you've been used to hosting large gatherings or events, you might not have room to do it in a smaller space. And so you might have to adjust to that. Uh, you're going to have to figure it out. Uh, we've done that. Uh, we've still had some large gatherings here and, so people didn't have as much room to spread out, but we we may do. It was still fine. And it's also it's very possible that you're going to feel some regret about letting go of some of these possessions. And I take the time and evaluate what's truly essential and consider your your, your long term needs. You know what what's going to be important to you down the road, not just right now. So. You got to weigh these potential challenges against the benefits of downsizing. You're going to have to find a balance, but it's there. There is a balance, and you will get through it. You know, downsizing is going to be tough. It's a real tough experience to go through, but with some practical tips, you can effectively navigate the process without feeling too overwhelmed or feel like you're losing some imported items. You, it's a very, it's a very common thing that you feel like you're losing stuff. You know, from my experience, though, you're going to get through it, even though it's tough. So let me offer you a few suggestions. The biggest one I think uh, I could tell you about is what I did, and that's start early. Uh, 
you got to begin the downsizing process well in advance, in advance of your move or, or your retirement, for that matter. It's going to give you plenty of time to sort through all your belongings, uh, make some decisions, and avoid feeling like you're rushed and overwhelmed. It's been my experience that whatever you're doing always seems to take longer than you expected it would. So starting early will help you to get through this process more stress-free. And along with that, create a plan. Develop a clear plan of action uh, before you get started. I find it helpful to establish a, a timeline, you know, set your goals, establish specific tasks that's going to help you stay organized and stay focused. But, you know, put a timeline on each one of them. Let's say I want to have this done in three months. I want to have this done in six months. And just break it down into smaller manageable steps. And once you do that, it's it's infinitely more achievable than if you just go about it headlong, not with, with no plan and you just start doing it. Uh, it's not really a good way to go about it. So create a plan. Now, once you decide on a space, then the best thing you could do is go over there with a graph pad, uh, measuring tape and start, uh, just measuring out your space. If you're moving to a smaller uh, home or apartment, you know, you could try to draw some diagrams where you can pencil in your furniture and your belongings and start to envision how you're going to set up your new living space. And this will help you determine which furniture and belongings that you could go ahead and start getting rid of. Uh, because only a certain amount is going to fit. You're not going to be able to put it all in there. And it's better to know way in advance if certain items won't work in your space. You don't don't move them over there and then say, oh, this won't work. I got to stick this out in the garage. Then I got to find a way to get rid of it. So, you know, do a little planning in, in the beginning. Do a little measuring and place your furniture. And then start your decluttering. You know, sort your belongings into categories if that helps you. Divide them into groups such as, you know, the ones I'm going to keep. The ones I'm going to donate, the ones I know the kids want to have, and we'll see which kid we give this to. What are you going to sell? And what actually needs just to be thrown out? It's not. It's no longer any good for anybody, anything. You know, be honest with yourself about what you truly need. And consider letting go of items that you know that, you know, that no longer serve a purpose. I'm terrible at this, but it's necessary. You got to get rid of some stuff. You're not going to have room if you truly downsize. Um, papers and photo albums are an easy one in today's world. You know, they take up a lot of space, and we may have had stuff sitting around for quite some time. I I know I did pictures from trips and years past that you know were in boxes. Well, you could do uh, now. You could you could scan those things. You, there's a lot of different uh, businesses out there that'll take all your your photos and scan them for you. You might have a scanner and you might be able to do it yourself. But if you take all those old photo albums or the boxes that you have of pictures and stuff, and you create digital copies, then you're going to free up a lot of space automatically. Right there, you've you've, you've got more space than you. You thought you had because you're getting rid of some of this stuff. 
And it's also easier to access and organize your files. You know, when you cut down on your physical storage area and you, you make them digital, uh, you can organize them in the way that you want to. And it does make it a lot easier to, to grab hold of them and find them. You know, sentimental possessions are going to be your most challenging to let go of. Uh, create a special category for the sentimental things and give yourself some time. You know, reflect on their significance. And consider taking photos or making digital copies, like I said before, of your of your uh, your paper and your items. But uh, you know, you might have something that belonged to your dear Aunt Sally or or your grandmother that. You just you find it hard to part with, but you really don't use it, and you have no use for it. Now, maybe this is another place where your kids might want the item, but you know you got to you got to think about letting go. You can still see them, you know, if you give them to somebody that you know, friends, relatives, something that meant something to you at at some point in time. Even if you give them away, once you visit those places, you'll still be able to see them, and you, you can enjoy them that way. But it, it's tough. It really is. There's some things that are sentimental. Now, I know that when uh, my wife and I started in this process, I had a – let me say this. I had a bunch of junk that I was having a hard time letting go of, and she – Help me. <laughs> we did we did go through the, everything together and, you know, ask a hard question. You know, are you using this? How long has it been sitting in that closet? When's the last time you really used this? What do you use it for? Do you need it now? And so when that was said and done, we, we sold items. We gave items to friends, relatives. And we took a lot of stuff to charity and uh, did, did the donations. Um, and then there were some things. I just went to the landfill and got rid of them. I mean, they were, we just had junk, a lot of junk. And we were able to declutter, reorganize, and find out what was really important to us. And some of the things that we'd been hanging on to just they were broken. Yeah. Been sitting in the garage. Oh, we'll fix that one day. Well, we evidently didn't. So anyway, that's that's one thing that you're gonna have to have to look at hard. And if you're struggling to part with certain items but don't have room for them in your new home, you know, you could you could consider the storage solutions. Um you could rent a storage unit to hold them for a while, just like I said before, you uh you might not really know which pieces of furniture are going to work out, and so you can put them in the storage for a little while. But the key word here is temporary storage. And like I said before, I was once guilt, guilty of my inability to let go of some stuff, and, and that can happen. But you got to keep it on your mind that you're not going to let several months or several years go by and pay these storage fees. You've got to make some decisions once you get in and get settled about what you can eliminate. Another thing that's got to be done, only you, you're the only one that can decide if you know downsizing is going to be the right move for you. But once the decision is made, man, go attack the project. 
Attack it with a vengeance, with determination and a solid resolve that I'm going to get this done efficiently and quickly. It's okay to take a break and step back from the process briefly, especially if you've started early enough. But don't let too much time go by before you start getting back on that project. Uh, it's a big job, and it can be a a big emotional roller coaster. But by starting early and having a solid plan on how you want to attack the issue, the, the issue and being honest and realistic with yourself, you'll get it done, and you'll be happy with your outcome. So in closing, I hope I've given you a few things to think about. I hope that uh, if you decide to do it, that your downsizing goes well. And I hope that you enjoy your newly decluttered lifestyle. Well, that does it for today. Thanks again for stopping by, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please leave me a comment. Let me know how I'm doing. Like, subscribe, and follow so you'll know when a new episode is available. And share this with your friends. And if you like the content, you can always buy me a coffee. That link's www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash at the five. Once again, you've been listening at the five force. And until next time, when faced with a fork in the road, take it.